Hello. Welcome to North Coast Calvary Chapel's audio podcast. Hi, I'm Bernard Jones, and I occasionally have the joyous pleasure of helping to lead our time together in musical worship. Listen to this tune. Some of you will remember this. song goes back to 1855, but it has everything to do with 1 Samuel chapter 20, I believe. So today, I'm going to talk about friendship and how friendship is lived out. In January, my wife and I celebrated 32 years of marriage, but one of the things that I have enjoyed throughout our marriage is watching my wife's relationships with work colleagues, friends from college, high school, middle school, and in particular, her relationship with a very dear and close friend. To this day, my wife and that friend, when they depart, they always take a picture side by side in front of a fireplace. It's a tradition which dates to their earliest picture together when the two of them were still in diapers. When they get together, they share and talk and laugh and cry and remember the old days. And they pray for and over each other. Well, today's Old Testament passage in 1 Samuel 20 contains the themes of covenant and friendship, but is filled with the living out of unselfish love. Not our common and popular 21st century version of love, but a deep, firm, unselfish love, which can come only from the Father. In the preceding chapters, we see that David's life has been threatened by Saul, King Saul. David has to flee for his life. He goes to his closest friend, Jonathan, King Saul's eldest son, the only one whom David knows that he can trust. This chapter is about the ifs of life. Have you noticed that the word life has if, I-F, right in the middle of it? And that word if is a word that is used very often throughout this chapter, starting in verse 6 and through verse 13 especially. It says, verse 6, if your father misses me at all. Verse 7, if he says, last part of verse 7, but if he loses his temper. Verse 8, if I am guilty of breaking a covenant, then kill me yourself. Verse 9, Jonathan says, never. If I had the least inkling that my father was determined to harm you, wouldn't I tell you? It is in the ifs of life that we need a true friend, a trusted counselor for assurance in times of confusion, for comfort in times of distress, and for unselfish love when the world seems to have turned against us. Jonathan, he gets very little print in the Bible. Jonathan is one of the most Christ-like figures in the Old Testament. Rarely do we see in Scripture, much less in real life, a person of such noble character and integrity as Jonathan. 
as the son of the king, King Saul, Jonathan is next in line for the throne. Yet unlike his father, Jonathan is humble and does not consider the throne as something to which he's entitled to. He knows that David is truly anointed and that David will be the future king. Yet Jonathan, he's okay with it. He's faithful. He does not choose between loyalties. He is loyal, period. He is loyal to David, as we see in the remainder of the book of 1 Samuel, and he remains loyal and faithful to his father to the end of his life, the end of the, the book. He's unselfish, and in fact, he's self-sacrificing. Jonathan, as a king's son, has the most to gain in terms of position, power, influence, wealth, but he therefore also has the most to lose by, be, lose by being humble and gracious and unselfish. But he's a Psalm 15 kind of man. What does that mean? Well, Psalm 15, verses 1 through 4. Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary, who may live on your holy hill, he who is blameless, whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from his heart, he who has no slander on his tongue, who does his neighbor no wrong, who casts no slur on his fellow man, he who despises a vile man, who keeps his oath even when it hurts. This is the kind of friend we need, the kind of friend that we aspire to be, and the kind of friend that our watching world needs to see in order to draw a lost and hurting world to the help and healing of Jesus Christ. We don't have to take sides. We just need to be present. We need to listen. We need to help with the ifs of life. We don't have to choose left or right, but rather, in loyalty to Jesus, we connect and we bridge the left and the right. We promote peace. We promote integrity and honesty and unselfish love. Our earthly friends at best are temporary, not eternal. Our earthly friends will leave us through distance, disappointment, death. Yet, we still have to face the day-to-day -day life and the ifs to get through. As ones who have put our trust, faith, and hope in Jesus, we have the friend that we need to talk to and walk with us through the day. The friend who can help us navigate the ifs of life. That friend, Jesus, is a friend who will never leave you. There is no distance. There is no disappointment. There is no death. He is eternally faithful, eternally true, forever present, steadfast in love and kindness. We may walk together today with Jesus in his power and his strength and his victory. And so that song from earlier today, it's an old hymn penned in 1855, and the words are, What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. And it gets better. Verse 2, have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. 
Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Verse 3. Are we weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? You bet. Precious Savior is still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do your friends despise, forsake you? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms, in his arms, he'll take and shield you. You will find a solace there. Friends, take it to the Lord in prayer. He's our model for friendship. He is our friend. He is our guide. He is un- eternal. He is unselfish. And so I ask you to do that today. And I invite you to worship together this Sunday, either online or at the gathering on campus at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 5 p.m. May the Lord bless your day.